Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to Sports Virgins, the podcast from Pomodo, where a pair of total sport novices, that's me, Amy Vos, and me, Matt Richardson, get to learn all about the world of sport. On this episode, we discussed Rick Astley. I am watching Rick Astley doing topless press-ups in a hotel. This is the greatest night of my life. Famous horses. You can spend hundreds of thousands of pounds on horse semen, can't you? Which is wild. Like, I've got a guy, he'll get it for you for nothing. And bowling. Whereas, yeah, winning that bowling match once is still to this day what I need to think about to get hard. This is Sports Virgins. Well, Sports Virgins, this is our festive edition, really, isn't it? It's exciting. I never thought we'd get this far. <laughs> this is my first well, ever Christmas special. Oh, I mean, we, okay, we need to talk about outfits because uh, I've worn, well, I, I guess you'd call it a bit of a subtle Christmas jumper. It's got stars on it. Matt, your Christmas jumper absence is noted. That's disappointing. I'm Just so, a black I feel t-shirt. bad about it now as well. I don't you have should. a tree up or anything. You like should, Very Matt. un-Christmassy. Well, look at Dylan. He's turned up in his ho-ho-ho like five-star Christmas jumper. Tell us about your Christmas jumper, Dylan, why it's special. (laughs) Come on. I'm massively making up for Matt's absence here. Not only have I got a Christmas jumper on, but it's got a battery pack with flash-up lights. That's amazing. Absolutely. I mean, it's not working, we should point out, which is, it's a (laughs) bit like a kid on Christmas Day when they get gifts, but they don't get batteries. um... Can you just never wash that jumper then? (laughs) Well, good point. I've never washed it. I mean, I've worn it a lot. If you got a bit sweaty, like, would it kill you? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, I'm like Prince Andrew, I don't sweat. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, it's got reindeer antlers, ho, ho, ho on it. It's a real... It's very, a lot it's on very that, busy, Dylan? isn't it? Um, I don't remember. A few years ago, I was, you know, but usually in normal times, the whole of December, I would be drunk every single day, every single week. But it's quite sad that on the 21st of December, this is the first time I'm wearing my Christmas jumper. That is mm. It is weird. It's, it's been good for my liver, this yes. pandemic. Because especially, I mean, not generally, like the first the first lockdown was absolutely not. But normally December is just, it's just booze soaked, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to be honest, because I know we said, oh, let's have a little drink while we do this episode i'm not really used to drinking that much now so I, i've had like two sips so if i if i go a bit slurry that's why i'm just not used it's it's weird it's just it's it straight to your head well i just if i drink at home it's just pointless because i am a bit of a lightweight anyway so it's like i'll have one drink and then i've got nowhere to go i can't really dance it's just a bit all weird and awkward <laughs> uh we're in tier four we can't go anywhere so it's um <laughs> Matt, yeah. this is your chance when it, when it comes to the quiz amy's gonna be totally sozzled yeah, oh my basically. god, amazing. Um, Kenny, bring her no. another drink in. <laughs> now, I did send you all a video this week. I finally got round to doing a mu- nutmeg, nutmegging. Uh, Dylan, what were your thoughts? How did I get on? 
Uh, I mean, I, I loved it. I mean, there's definitely a VAR out on whether it was actually a nutmeg or not. <laughs> I basically just kicked a stone at my boyfriend's feet and he, he got very defensive about it. He, um, he was so done with you in those videos. <laughs> <laughs> he was just like, like no, just that wasn't going, a nutmeg. nutmeg. He was so competitive. I, I love the effort, though. Good effort. I yeah, tried. well done. Yeah, it was it was it was really good. I, Matt, I thought it was a good start. Thank you, Matt. You should have a go. It's really hard, though. You know, to get between the feet. I just sort of kicked it at the feet, and I don't know. It sort of bounced off. I don't I mean, know if it got through. He he was walking at the time, which made it much <laughs> diff- more difficult. What than running? But running must be hard. If you're running surely. with a ball, but if you've got a ball, I think you you know it's a slightly different gait running, isn't it? Like it's larger steps. So, Amy, let's talk us through. So, you're walking the dog. I presume you're walking side by side. So, you obviously hang back a little bit. I did, yeah. Then get your phone out, put it onto video, then find a stone. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, there's a lot of preparation going on here. There was a lot going on. You know, it's hard to be spontaneous. You're right, Dylan. I really put the effort in. I held back. I didn't tell him I was going to nutmeg him because I know what he's like. He's quite competitive. He won't be up for that. I also had the added obstacle that my dog, Peggy Sue, was trying to, like, catch the stones. She thought it was a game. (laughs) But I was trying to kick it between his feet. Yeah, and he was having none of it. So I, I feel like it sort of bounced off his feet. It was, it was like the, hitting the crossbar, but I shouted nutmeg. And then I realized you're not going to shout nutmeg. It's either nuts or meg. So tricky all round. Um, but it, it was basically, a, it was a disaster. Yes. And also the problem is, is once you, because you're only meant to shout nutmeg when you achieve it, aren't you? Meant to go nuts or meg. But you were shouting it over and over again as you kept <laughs> attempting it, which sort of gave the game away a bit <laughs> and then made it harder for you because you go nutmeg, nutmeg. Not and then, and then he, he started shuffling walking. with his legs shut. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He got really defensive, didn't he? I tried. It's the best I could do. That's that's my sporting endeavour for the week. I, I saw some sport this week by accident. Channel 4 have sh- started showing competitive tag. Wow. Have you ever seen it before? Because it's, it's no. like... It's like parkour. So they kind of set up like this jungle gym equipment in a room... What, what would be like an arena, but it's not very big. And they chase each other around to tag. Someone's it and someone has to be chased. And it's like during a time. It's really impressive. Also, that sounds like something that could be in the Olympics in a couple of years. Absolutely. Absolutely. And it was, yeah. um, it was, there was the team that won were a team of Hollywood stuntmen. So it's like the people that do it, like they'd have like other jobs that are kind of involved in it. But I watched it for about, I watched it for about 45 minutes. It was really (laughs) engrossing. I think I found my sport. Oh, this is exciting. Congratulations. Thanks. I think we just need more, you know, playground, playground games to become proper extreme sports. Yeah, like British Bulldogs as well. Mm. It'd be carnage. There'd be deaths. Mm. (laughs) They should, why have Channel 5 not done a celebrity British Bulldog? I mean... (laughs) Who would not watch that? That is brilliant. Matt, you must know someone. Pitch it. Seriously. We'll I'll host pitch, it. I'll pitch it. Look, Perfect. I'll, we can do the spin-off, the dog's bollocks. You know, it'd be <laughs> yes. absolutely No, great. Matt, stop, stop owning the spin-offs. We're doing the main show. Fine. Well, I mean, Jane McDonald will probably pip us to the post on Channel 5, <laughs> won't she? I'd be okay with that, to be honest. <laughs> oh, um, dear. Um, sorry, Dylan. Is any other sporting news this week other than tag and nutmegs? Probably not. Uh, do you know what? It's a good job that this is the Christmas special because there wasn't anything significant happening in the sporting world. Obviously, the Premier League was back and there's a few bits on. Um, but I, actually, the, the one news story which I'm going to call out is that they did the Rugby World Cup draw for the World Cup 2023. Oh. What? So the draw has been God, made. They are the scraping the barrel for things to do at the moment, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. I've no idea why they've done it three years in advance. Has, um, is that normal? Um 
No, it's not that normal. I'm not, I have got no idea why they've done it now. Is that the one in Qatar? No. That's oh, the football that's World football. Cup. Oh, wait, which one did you say? Oh, uh, rugby. rugby. Oh, yeah. sorry. Right, yeah, I get yeah. confused. Yep, that's yeah, a different so, game. Uh, but it's, it's, it's quite <laughs> remarkable, really. Told you I've had a drink. For the third World Cup in the trot, Wales, Australia and Fiji are playing against each other, which is really, really. Uh, England have lucked out a little bit. They've got uh, the easiest pool, although, you know, it's not going to be easy, but they've got Japan and Argentina. So they've kind of avoided the giants of the rugby How world. How many countries, this is, this is going to be a really silly uh, thing to say, because you'll say all of them. How many countries play in the Rugby World Cup? Is it everyone or is it not? Nah, there's, I mean, there's qualifying stages which have been done. In fact, the qualifiers haven't finished yet. But, um, so let me think this. There's four pools of five. Yes, yeah, so there's 20 teams altogether. Oh, so not many at all. No, 20 teams. So I think something like maybe 12 of them have, are already in and been drawn. Yeah. So most of the pools have something like Europe qualifier one or... America's qualifier two, for example. So there's still lots of yeah. qualifiers to go. Um, but all, basically, the main teams that have got any remote chance of winning are already in it automatically. The rest of them are just cannon fodder, making up the numbers. Quite frankly, are there are there any like real left wing countries that you're pleasantly surprised are in the Rugby World Cup and that play rugby? Yeah, I mean, you know, the fact that Fiji, Tonga, and uh, Samoa are so good is remarkable, given how small the countries are. Um, yeah. Who else? I guess we spoke about Georgia, didn't we, a few weeks ago? Georgia are, you know, decent in in rugby. Uh, Uruguay is another one. They're probably the best. Really? Uh, other than Argentina, the best of the rest in South America. Who else? Are Canada and the US are in there, but they're fairly average, to be honest with you. I um, saw America play years ago. Uh, uh, Twickenham actually USA. They got England, England USA, and they got pummeled. They're yeah, they're rubbish. I they mean, weren't so, good. US are quite good at seven. So, you know, in rugby, you've got the 15 aside, which is the main uh, sport, but you've got the seven aside game, which is the shorter version. Uh, and the US are quite good at that because the sevens got put into the Olympics. So it's, a, it's an Olympic sport. So therefore, the US, you know, threw a lot of resources towards it. Um, and okay. in sevens, it's less technical, it's more athletic. So if you're an athlete who's big, strong, and fast and fit, of which the US has millions of those then it's easier to learn sevens than it is the 15 aside. But also, I suppose they, they're used to wearing so much protective equipment, like with American football. A bit like, do you remember when, Ro- <laughs> do you remember when Ross in Friends played rugby? <laughs> that, that's like my only, ref- my only reference point. But, you know, he couldn't handle it. He couldn't handle it. He could not handle it. Too it. Much. No, exactly, exactly. Uh, so, yeah, so we've, we've got three years' worth of, uh, of time to discuss the Rugby World Cup, so we will come back to that. Um, but it's been a good week for our good friend, Mr. Klopp. Oh, I saw him on Sports Personality of the Year last night. He was indeed. I thought you were going to say, I saw him like in the shops or something. In Asda. The way you said it, yeah. (laughs) Like him being on Sports Personality of the Year is is like not a surprise. Yeah. But (laughs) the way you said it, you're like, oh. He was. uh, But before that, um, he's been a good couple of days. So firstly, they beat Spurs in midweek to go top the league. And then on Saturday, they thrashed Crystal Palace 7-0. So Ooh, for for once he's not moaning he's happy. Oh that's good. Oh he'll be he'll be in a good mood for the Christmas I episode had, then. I um, had I had an electrician at my house uh, the day on Saturday when uh, Crystal Palace were being trounced and he was a Crystal Palace fan 
And that's the only reason I knew that game was on because every so often from the other room, I would hear this massive like, oh, and I thought he'd electrocuted himself over and over again. But it was because Crystal Palace were losing so badly. Yeah, Liverpool are back. Um, But also Liverpool won the team of the year in Sports Personality of the Year and Klopp won Coach of the Year. So no surprises there. What does that mean? Like team of the year, is that like, oh, you know, you're all good friends or is it because you just literally keep (laughs) scoring loads of goals? No, but I feel like it must be more than you're just really good. (laughs) Do you know what I mean? Like you could look at... (laughs) I don't know. Is it or is it because it's it's purely based or... Purely based on sporting <laughs> achievements. It's got nothing to do okay. with the fact that they're good friends and they do good things for the community. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Like, oh, and um, uh, the the winner of best film, because it was a lovely place to work. <laughs> is. No, but is it not really predictable every year? It's like, you're top of the league, therefore you're the best team. Well, obviously you've got different sports. So I actually thought that, I think... Oh, okay, so you compete against other sports. <laughs> Yeah, because if yeah, you don't, yeah, yeah, like yeah, if it's yeah. only football, oh. that's called the Premier League. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> uh, I actually didn't think that Klopp should have won the Coach of the Year. I thought that Rob Baxter, who's the coach of Exeter Chiefs, I mean Exeter Chiefs won the double in rugby, so they won the Premiership and also the European Cup. So it's basically like Liverpool winning the Champions League and the Premier League in in one season, which they didn't do. Um, so I actually thought that the Chiefs should have won either the Team of the Year or their Coach should have won Coach of the Year. But it's quite predictable that Liverpool were going to win both. Um, were there any surprises at the Sports Personality of the Year? Did someone with one win it? <laughs> Do you know, there, there was no real surprises. It, it's been a quite it's not a, that kind of show, Matt. <laughs> it's really, it's really. I've only ever watched it once. It's really dry. It's isn't very it? awkward, isn't it? it I yeah. don't know what they do to jazz it up. Good old Gary Lineker and Alex Scott uh, holding the fort. But yeah, there's no real surprises. It's, it hasn't been the best year for sport, given the fact that the Euros was cancelled and mm. Olympics was cancelled. So it's a bit of a duff year. But um, do you know who won? Yes. Matt, Lewis. L- Lewis Hamilton? Yeah, Lewis Hamilton won. I mean, it, it would have been uh, a travesty if he didn't win, I think. Yeah, so, I yeah, think that won. was fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Do you know who else was nominated? Or if you were watching, you would do? Uh, I noticed Stuart Broad was. I've yes, met him. Stuart He's Broad very there, nice. Yeah. Who's um, Stuart Broad? What does he play? Cricketer. Cricketer. Oh, Cricketer. Um, uh, Tyson Fury. Did you see that he was? Uh, I didn't nominated? see his bit, but I saw he was nominated. Yeah, yeah. But did, and do you know what uh, the sort of controversy around that is? Boxing no. isn't a sport that is normally nominated for these things. Uh, I think a couple of boxers may have won it. I'm sure Lennox Lewis would have won it back in the day, or Barry McGuigan. But no. So Tyson Fury asked to be removed from the nominations. Why? Really? Why? Because, and I quote, he's the people's champion and he doesn't need recognition like this to know like who he is and what he's doing. So he doesn't, See, didn't want to be nominated. That's really smart because then if you do win it, it's fine. But if you don't win it, you're like, well, I didn't want it anyway. Yeah, exactly. Like yeah. It's ve- that's a really good move on his part. <laughs> yeah, good tactics. That good but tactics. I mean, it's, it's not like a big, big deal, is it? It's not like, oh, you get a BBC sports person. Like, like any sportsman is going to go, well, that's a lovely compliment, but it's not like something. I'd say it's a big deal. It's a, it's is a, it? Yeah, it's a big 
big accolade in the sporting calendar. Like really? you think that not many people have won it twice. I think a handful of people have won it twice. Andy Murray has won it three times, and that's the most. Oh, I didn't know it was that prestigious. I was going to say. I, I think surely... it is quite prestigious. Just because Andy right. Murray's just got he's got so much personality, he needs to. <laughs> do you know what? Three awards. No, but do you know what? I want to stick up for Andy Murray, and, and and I always used to think, my God, I wish he'd just have some emotion. But then I, I think he's actually really, really dry. But he's funny. Like he has. Yeah, done he is some quite fun- a funny guy. He is guy. funny. He is I funny, think. Yeah. And I I liked it when he did cry when he won that time. I thought that I was remember years ago he sweet. used to he used to go and watch mock the week. In the audience, like he loves Mock the Week, apparently. And like every so often they'd be going, oh, blah, blah, blah. And Dara O'Brien, and you'd be watching it on telly, be like, and Andy Murray's in. And he's no just way. like, go and watch. <laughs> yeah. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Did you see who played, as in which musician played at Sports Personality of the Year at all? Was it Celeste? Yeah, so Celeste was in there. There's, so there's a few artists, actually, to be fair. But okay. the, one I, the one I was thinking of was Rick Astley. Oh, really? Okay. Right. Got a Don't new you song think... Else. Rick Astley has had the most remarkable comeback because he's suddenly on loads of big stuff. Like he's been doing, he's doing something next year with Elton John. I was like, I mean, I I saw him last night and I was like, really? Rick Astley's on there? What's he been doing? He's really, you know what though? I think it's one of these interesting things that people kind of, if they lean into what they're known for. So I think for years he sort of resented that one song. And then if you lean into it a bit, you know, like people Rick rolling and all that, you sort of get this kind of nostalgic cool. Like he is, he's a pop culture touchstone, isn't he now? So uh, yeah, I think weirdly those people and people like he goes on tour with the Foo Fighters and stuff like that. Like he's sort of got this weird coolness. Yeah. How odd is that? Can I tell you my Rick Astley anecdote? Because this was one. a one, I was quick as I can. I was at an awards radio award ceremony, and we went back to the hotel after the award ceremony, and, and he was staying there. And in the hotel bar, Rick was stood there like holding court, like telling stories. There was like a, his band, everyone listening to him. We were like pretend, we were like pretending we hadn't noticed, but we're listening in. And he was like really giving it some. He seemed like a great laugh. And then all of a sudden, they started clapping. He took his shirt off and started doing press ups. Oh, and I don't, know, yes. <laughs> I don't know what it was. I love that he man. Was, he was doing press ups, and they were like Rick, Rick, and I was like, <laughs> I am watching Rick Astley doing topless press ups in a hotel. This is the greatest night of my life. 
<laughs> that is outstanding so that's uh, sports personality of the year that's now done for another 12 months hopefully next year there'll be a bit more sport on and uh, yeah there'll be a bit more action to reflect on um, but for this Christmas special we're actually going to yes. talk a few Christmassy sport things so Ooh. are you guys familiar with kind of what happens in the sports world over the Christmas period at all Boxing Day is a big thing isn't it for yeah. football, everyone plays on Boxing Day. I always feel a bit sad for the players because I'm like, that's annoying that they can't even get like a couple of days off. I yeah. mean, I don't feel oh, that sorry for them. They're footballers, but you know, <laughs> 300 grand a I mean, week or something. It's basically like being in the next sale, isn't it? And working there. You feel like oh, we can't quite have a Christmas. <laughs> but yeah, it's just, I guess, the day after Christmas, families all together and something to do, just go and watch the sports. I did once go to a rugby game uh, that see the Tigers on Boxing Day and we had like um, Irish coffees and we had a great day out. <laughs> it was amazing. I don't know what happened I mean, you during been, the game. You could have but... been watching anything if you were having Irish coffee. Well, that's It true. mattered that you were at the rugby. But it was a lovely sense of occasion. Everyone was in Christmas hats and stuff. So I do get that. It's nice. Yeah, so, it's the highlight of the year for me when I you know, go, usually go back to Wales and it's the Boxing Day derby, Scarlet Ospreys, go and watch that. It's usually a big family event. But also on the grassroots level, there's a lot of sports happening as well. So in most like rugby clubs, and I know football clubs, or I don't know whether this is just local to where I'm from, but a lot of them will do a past be present special day. So you have like the past players versus the current players or like young oh. v old, like over 35 versus younger under 35s, for example. Oh, nice. So usually there's like something happening, you know, a bit of a friendly family affair on. So am I right to assume that not a lot's going to be happening this year? I guess the football will still be happening and the major teams, but not spectators. Yeah, exactly that. So on that note, so yes, the football is happening on Boxing Day. So we're going to do something in preparation for next week. And this will be for a bonus point in the quiz. Ooh. Yeah. So we are going to put some bets on the Boxing Day Premier League matches. And you are both going to tell us who you think is going to win each match. We'll put a bet on each, an accumulator. Ooh. And uh, hopefully we'll make a bit of money. We're not condoning gambling here, you know, be gamble aware or whatever the terminology is these days. But yeah, we're going to put a bet on and whoever wins the most money is going to get an extra point in the quiz next week. Amazing. So uh, let's go through the fixtures. Uh, okay, so the first game, which is the biggest game, the Harry Maguire derby, Leicester City versus Manchester United. So, oh, that's big. Both, both of you tell us who you think is going to win. Obviously, I'm picking Leicester. Okay, Matt. Uh, I'm going to pick Manchester. So, uh, second game is Aston Villa versus Crystal Palace. Uh, Matt, who are you going for? Uh, Aston Villa to win. Amy? Can I go for Aston Villa as well? Yeah, you can. You okay. Can. Uh, third game, Fulham, Southampton. Amy? Uh, Southampton. Matt? Uh, it's going to be a draw. Okay. Ooh. <laughs> Next game, big game, Arsenal, Chelsea. Ooh. Chelsea for me. I'll go for Arsenal. Okay, next game. Man City, Newcastle. I'm going for a draw. Matt. Uh, I'm going to, um, as I believe they say, up the tune. <laughs> New- <laughs> Newcastle. <laughs> okay. Bad choice, but okay. Um, next one is Sheffield United versus Everton. Uh, I will go Everton. I'm going to go for Everton as well. Okay, safe. Okay, next one, Leeds United, Burnley. Leeds, Leeds, Leeds. I mean, I'm going to go for a draw. Okay, next, West Ham, Brighton. West Ham. I think it's going to be a draw again. Okay, next one, Liverpool, West Brom. Liverpool. 
Liverpool. Yeah, safe bet. Next one is Wolves versus Spurs. Spurs for me. I'm going to go for Spurs as well. Okay. All right. So we've noted those down. We'll put an accumulator bet on for both of you. Just a pound. Ooh. Okay. If if we get it on an accumulator, like if we get it right, it could be like 10 grand, couldn't it? Or something yeah. ridiculous. <laughs> Potentially so wait, it could be a long, yeah. How does it work in terms of, so say I get, you put those all forward, say for my bet, and I get yeah. two right. Does that just work? What? Zero. Yeah, because um, there was that guy. Didn't the guy have an accumulator on Leicester's games years ago when they first got really good? And was it the betting company kept trying a, to go? I think that was a straight bet that they were going to win the league. There but was Adam was like saying s- someone had an accumulator in the weekend of Liverpool winning seven nil and Man United winning six two, which is unheard of. The odds would have been astronomical, but that actually happened. But he cashed out. He bottled oh. it early and cashed out. Really? Yeah. Oh. So the, the bets have been placed. Do you want to know what the odds are? I don't understand stand odds very much, but yes. <laughs> okay, so I'll break it down. Amy, your odds are 3,877 for one. So if we put a pound on yeah. and all of your results are correct, you win 3,877 pounds. Okay, we've got that in, in audio verbal agreement. So, okay. is okay. Are they good odds or they don't sound great? <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> I don't mean, know much about know, odds, if, but... If know. you win, yeah, it's, it's great odds. I mean, it's not very okay. likely, but maths are even more unlikely. Or, to put it another way, if they come off, we're all going on holiday, basically. <laughs> Amazing. What so, Matt, do, do you know what your odds are? Yeah, I reckon it's going to be like... One in 15,000 or something ridiculous. It's 72,338 <laughs> to one. So oh. basically, if, if Newcastle beat Man City away, then that's halfway there and uh, we could be on for a good so 2021. Would, if Matt what, got all of those the... right, would you get 70 grand? Yeah. Yeah, I would. Wow. Um, uh, look, what are the chances of Newcastle beating Man City? 22 to 1 for Newcastle to beat Man City away. So un- it's unlikely. It's unlikely, but you never know. Like, So the other thing about the Boxing Day fixtures is traditionally, and I have no idea why, they've all been high-scoring matches. Really? Yeah, there's always crazy amount of goals. Like, I, I know last weekend was quite high with United winning 6-2 and all that, but usually you get, you know, 4-4 four, four draws and 4-2, four, 4-3. Four, there's lots of goals always on Boxing Day, so... You never know. Stranger things have happened. They're uh, all excited af- about Christmas, I reckon. Oh, they've got I, like, I, maybe they'll get new boots on Christmas Day. The problem with this, though, is this is why I don't really gamble because um, I'm now convinced I'm going to win. And I'm a, <laughs> I'm a real, I'm actually, I'm, 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 it's, I would be a problem if I gambled a lot because like, it's like when I play the lottery, I always put a pound on and go, well, I better start spending the money in my head because yeah. I'm absolutely going to win this money. Matt, this is, a, this is exactly why I don't play the lottery. I'm exactly the same. And the disappointment when I realise I've not won is just, I'm like, why does anyone put themselves through this? Because I'm so the positive each time. Absolutely. But also, like, my problem is, is I've decided I'd need 100 million to be happy if I won the lottery. <laughs> like, that's my min, that's kind of like my minimum. So anything under that, if I won like 12 million, I'd be devastated. What is it you need for 100 million to make you happy? Please talk me through that. It's not Dare about the things you need. It's just, uh, you know, it's just the lifestyle you want to lead. <laughs> I just go on holiday for the rest of my life. Yeah. I I'm would a- spend 100 million as well. Easy. 
I'm out to yeah, the loop of the lottery. What's uh, what's Sorry. the sort of what's the prize these days? What's the jackpot? well? If you play the Euro Millions, it can be like 170 uh, right, million, yeah. like quite regularly. Like yeah, they're pretty high. I think the main lottery is only it can be like eight million or something. Now it's not very high. It's the Euro <laughs> Millions. I mean, I know that we're going off on a bit of a tangent, but we we often have this chat and decide that 100 million might be too much because there'd be a lot of expectations, a lot of pressure. Whereas if you get a more modest amount, like 15 million, much more manageable. See, um, I've decided I'd get 100 million and I, would, I wouldn't really tell anyone I'd won the lottery, so they wouldn't ask me yeah, for we money. Yeah, wouldn't, I wouldn't tell yeah. anyone. My parents won the lottery, yeah, when uh, they got five numbers and the bonus ball. Yeah. Which, you know, you think is a lot, right? Yeah. Yeah. So this was on the Saturday, obviously. You don't find out what the winnings are until the Sunday, so you had to kind of, you know, wait and call like Camelot or whatever the admin was. Uh, anyway, bit bit of a disappointment, really. They won, I think it was like 85 grand or something, which is still okay. But considering yeah, yeah, yeah. it won like, you know, five numbers and, and the bonus ball and nobody won wow. the jackpot. That's amazing. I've, I've never met anyone who's won the lottery. Five numbers and a bonus ball. You're, you're going to bed going, oh yeah. my God, I'm so excited. Yeah, yeah. Ooh, we're oh, going yeah. to be millionaires tomorrow. And 85 yeah. grand, look, is a life-changing amount of money. Yeah. Um, but it's... It's still fuming. a disappointment if you thought you were going to get. Oh, it's fuming. <laughs> oh, I'm so I'm so interested. Did you get Did you get a cut, Dylan? Did you get a cut? Yeah, I got a little bit. Yeah, I got a little oh, bit, which is nice. Um, wow. I mean, That's, I just think yeah. I don't do it anymore because you know we're not going to win again, are we? <laughs> Lightning yes, doesn't mean. strike twice. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> yeah, Boxing Day, a big day for sport. We placed our bet, so we'll have a vested interest okay. in the football. There's a couple of other big sporting events happening on Boxing Day as well. So the Ashes is usually on Boxing Day. Obviously, it's not happening this year, but when the Ashes is on, so uh, that usually is a big uh, match out in the MCG in Australia. Uh, and also, there's the big uh, uh, horse racing event. Well, in many places, but the big event is the King George the Sixth Chase in Kempton Park, which is famous for Desert Orchid making his name and winning it a few times, if you've ever heard of who the hell Desert Orchid is. Nope. No, okay. no idea. Okay. He's but, one of the most um, famous I, uh, horses. He won Sports Personality of the Year twice. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> then he lost to Andy Murray. Can I be honest? <laughs> I don't know any famous horses apart from Red Rum. <laughs> yeah, Red Rum's probably the most famous, isn't he? That's it. And, Black Be- and Black Beauty. I mean, should I know any others? <laughs> Famous horses. <laughs> I think that's uh, no. I think that's. I think that's all of them. Black yeah. Beauty and Red <laughs> Come on, as if you know any other. Are there any others, Dylan? You can think of. Well, Sugar was famous. Galileo won the Grand National a few times. But there, there's a horse. So when a racehorse is really successful, they retire it early because they don't want to get injured because it's worth a lot more yeah. in stud, basically. Okay. So. Um, they retire the horse early and then they basically sell its sperm to impregnate other horses. And, and it, it, it can cost like a fort. You can spend hundreds of thousands of pounds on horse semen, can't you? Which is yeah. wild. Like I've got a guy, he'll get it for you for no- nothing. <laughs> is that guy you, Matt? <laughs> yeah. yeah. What else? Look, I've got a- my mate. Who's like everyone's got a horse spunk guy, right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So the most valuable horses, they probably only run, I don't know, seven or eight races, and then they retire them early, put them to stud, and then, like you said, yeah, so they kind of pimp them out basically. Um, but anyway, so when they get pimped out, and there's another horse there, the danger is that when they're about to mount the female horse, the female horse freaks out and kicks back, and they don't want it to hurt the main stud because obviously he's too valuable to be hurt. So they have another horse who's basically like a fluffer 
who mounts <laughs> the female horse. What? Gets her ready and excited. And then as soon as they know that, okay, this horse is ready and is not going to kick out, no. they get the fluffer out of the way, bring the stud in, and he does the job and then buggers off and does it again somewhere else. Wow. Oh, so that poor little horse That's is mucky. A, for, forever being sort of teased and never finishing the job, basically. Aww. Imagine that. You're like, oh, what's your job? I, I edge <laughs> horses for a living. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it's a horse. I don't really understand. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't really understand what it needs to be fluffing for. Like in my experience of sex, there is nothing before the act. You just go straight in, get it over and done with, and then it. um, It is. It's this. Yeah, it's so bizarre, isn't it? That like this whole industry exists just for making horses pregnant to make future race horses good. Yeah. And it's a multi-million pound industry. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And does it pay off? I mean, do they do they make you know these amazing baby horses <laughs> yeah oh yeah they do yeah they do there's oh, really? uh, okay. there was a horse karma maybe a year ago or maybe still racing now that was the bloodline of two like mega horses and uh was like tipped to be the best horse ever i can't remember maybe i'll dig out the story for next week but makes it makes claire balding seem a bit muckier doesn't it <laughs> <laughs> she's out there fluffing the horses <laughs> yeah, yeah well she's just just stood by the sidelines waiting for it to happen <laughs> yeah uh, so anyway, from, from fluffing horses onto uh, sports, back to sports. <laughs> so on, uh, so there's a few events happening on Christmas Day as well. So in the US, they do play on Christmas Day. So some NBA and NFL matches are happening on Christmas Day. Oh, so, right. um, and also the most famous sporting event on Christmas Day in history was in 1914, the No Man's Land match, the Allied Forces against Germany. Do you know anything about that? Yeah, they all they all put down their weapons, didn't they? Basically, they're in the they're in the trenches, um, wherever it was, like Flanders or you know Eeps or where, wherever it was, and they were like "Merry Christmas," and the Germans were like "Ah, oh, Merry Christmas," oh, and they were like chatting, yes, and then they they stopped fighting for a day and played football. Play football, together. Yeah, 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 yeah. I do know about that. Yeah, and and who won? Um, uh, I, I don't know. All I know is that we won two world wars and one world cup. So <laughs> yeah. As the song goes, yeah, the, the Germans won. The other big sporting tradition on Christmas Day is swimming. So is, is that a tradition where you guys come from? People go swimming in the sea? and No, and... but I love this. And this makes me want to like move to Brighton because they do it on Christmas. Is it Christmas Day or Boxing Day? And I just think, oh, it's amazing. Yeah, I'd like to Yeah, it's it. a big thing. Yeah. Uh, obviously, yeah, in most coastal places, I suppose. But uh, yeah, so it's a big thing that people go for a bit of a dip in the sea on Christmas Day or Boxing yeah, Day. Yeah, it, it doesn't appeal to me. Like that looks like a... Although maybe if you're hungover on Boxing Day, like that will mm. sort of blow out the cobwebs quite nicely. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> people go to the Serpent... Is it the, the Serpentine they do it in? In London as well, people oh, go and swim in there. Yeah, I think so. Like in Hyde Park, I'm sure that's a big Christmas Day thing. Well, you're near Hampstead think, Heath, Matt. I'm sure you could go and have a dip oh, in the Lido around there. I couldn't think of, uh, couldn't think of anything there. worse. So there, um, there's uh, Matt's challenge for this week then. Yeah. In, uh, in the Lido, in your Christmas hat and your trunks. All right, speedos on Christmas, Christmas Day. <laughs> I could go and swim in the. I could go and swim in the ponds. They're absolutely yeah. grim, but I could go and swim in those. People love it, don't they? A bit of wild swimming, or just find a big puddle outside and just like <laughs> just splash around. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, guys! Uh, it's inspirational. <laughs> We're a community. Get yeah, in. Yeah, there's quite a few sport movies that are often on around Christmas time, and again, back to the World War reference we had earlier. And I don't really know why this is always on at Christmas time, but I always watch it every single year at Christmas time. Is uh, Escape to Victory? Are you familiar with that film? No. It does ring a bell. 
I feel oh, like... you have to watch it. It's basically set in World War Two, and it's a prisoner of war camp with a bunch of Allied soldiers. But the soldiers are a bunch of ex-footballers. Well, you have Sy- Sylvester Stallone and Michael Caine are the two kind of like leaders of the camp. Oh, wow. But you also have Bobby Moore, Pele, Ozzy Ardiles, and loads of English footballers as well who are like prisoners. And the whole premise is that they play a match between the Allied forces and the Germans. It's a big match. And uh, I, I won't try and spoil it, but I'll just tell you that the subplot is that Sylvester Stallone is is the American who is a bit of a mole in there and who who got captured on purpose because he needs to try and get them all to escape. So they're going to try and escape during oh. the game, basically. So okay. if it's on, I would recommend watching it. It's the, it's my favorite sporting movie of all time. I feel uh, yeah, this rings a bell. I mean, you said Sly Stallone. Just that I'm in. I'm in. You know what? Um, I. <sighs> I think sporting movies are hit or miss, a lot of them. Um, but at Christmas, I'm the same. Like the one sporting film I always find on is on somewhere on Christmas Day and I love watching is Football Factory. It just makes me feel festive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is that is that the Danny Dyer one or is he just, am I just... Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, is, there's yeah. about nine of them, isn't there? Yeah, They're absolutely yeah, shocking. Yeah. Um, I, I like uh, Chariots of Fire's always on at Christmas as well. Yeah, that's a, that's another that's another classic, isn't it? I, f- I feel like I need to... Now I can't go anywhere and I'm not seeing family, this is maybe something that I need to do is just watch these classics. So I'm going to, I'm making a list and I'm going to watch Okay. Well, them. what about some of the, maybe not so much Christmassy, but sporting movies? Are you aware of any? Uh, cool Runnings is a really, <laughs> I think Runnings, is a classic. Yeah, Have you ever oh, seen it, Amy? Oh my God. Yeah. Cool Runnings is amazing. I'll tell you what yeah, else yeah. was a, a brilliant one as well. The Brad Pitt one. Is it Moneyball? Yeah. Moneyball is quite good. That's yeah. Baseball. Very yeah. good. Oh. What's the one with Goldie Horn where she becomes the female coach? Underrated that film. Um, I, Tonya's great as well as a sporting film. That's really good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, re- I think that's excellent. Very topical um, for you. Yeah, very topical Wildcats, guys. Wildcats. Wild yeah, watch I Wildcats. I can't think of many other... The Damned United with um, Michael Sheen's good, isn't it? But I can't think of many more. I mean, the, the, the Rocky trilogies are brilliant. Of course. I mean, I mean Rocky, yeah, Rocky course. Four being I mean, the best yeah. one. In fact, uh, I actually think Rocky Three is my favourite one because it's got Hulk Hogan and B.A. Baracus in it, Mr. <laughs> T. I can't Absolutely remember wild. which is which, but they're all they're That's all banging. That's the best one. You got uh, Karate Kid, which is a good one. I was trying to get the kids to watch it on the weekend. They had no interest. It's a classic. Oh, no. um, Waterboy with Adam Sandler. Have you seen yes, that? love oh, it. Yeah, yeah, of course. Turns out I love a sporting film. Dodgeball. Actually. Yeah, Dodgeball of is a brilliant film. Dodgeball's I watched that funny. not that long ago. Dodgeball really stands up. Like it. Yeah, it's, it's great. Vince Vaughn is good in it. Yeah. Like, um, I, you know, I don't particularly like Vince Vaughn normally, but he's great in that. Blades of Glory is another Blades good one. Glory, That's quite yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. Will Ferrell's done a few, hasn't like He's done yeah, a he couple, has. I think, over the years. Yeah. And uh, I think one of my favourites is Any Given Sunday. Have you seen that? No. It's oh, not so I much funny. It's a bit more serious, uh, but it's really good. It's got a stellar cast as well. Oh, also the one with um, Sandra Bullock. Where who's the kid that she sort of adopts? <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, it's congeniality. No, no, uh, blind side, the blind yeah, side. Yeah, the blind side. Yeah, that's it. That's, yeah, that's very good. good. Yeah. yeah, that's, yeah, that's good. quite good. Yeah, that's so good. there we go. Plenty of movies to catch up on over Christmas. Look at that. I mean, no, maybe no. that's the gateway for us into sport is watch the movies yeah. about <laughs> those sports first. Yeah. Do you know what, what else? When I was looking into things around sport and, and Christmas time, I saw that there's one very special birthday on Christmas Day. So one of the favorite sports people turned broadcasters, and he's branched off into mainstream broadcasting. It's not even sport anymore. 
So the host of Ninja Warrior. Do you know who I'm talking about? Freddie um, Flintoff. No, it's no. Uh, oh C- C- Chris Kamara. Chris Kamara, Cammy. He's uh, his birthday on Christmas Day. And ah. do you know what else I saw? He's got a Christmas album out. <laughs> what? Yeah, Chris Kamara has got a Christmas album it's, out. Who it's it's why not? Annoying, right? Because you, you people get to a point of fame where they just sort of let you do anything. Yes, it's like. Alexander Armstrong does like tours with a swing band and stuff like that. And he's, he's very good. Or like, you know, Bradley Walsh one year, Bradley Walsh was the best selling artist in the country because people who buy, no one buys albums anymore, but people who like Bradley Walsh still go into Tesco and pick up his album. Yeah, So he yeah. sold more albums than anyone. But Chris Kamara is a real left field album. Have you listened to any of it? I haven't listened to it. No. <laughs> Has anyone? But yeah, good old Cammy. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Well, this should be interesting because he'll be in a very good mood after his victory last night. So I am delighted to introduce the man who just keeps winning at everything at the moment. It's Jargon Klopp. Hello, Spot Virgins. Jargon Klopp here. This week's spotting jargon is Turkey. Did he, did he say tur- Turkey? As in well, like, Turkey. Uh, Turkey. So Christmas themed. Yeah, Turkey is the the jargon of this week. Ooh. So do you know what that is Turkey. in a sporting context? Uh, is it some <sighs> if someone t- has a really bad game? They're a bit of a turkey. No, um, I'm going to say, is it a golf thing? And you know when they have like an eagle and an albatross, if you if you have like the best round of golf ever, they're like, that was a turkey. No. <laughs> Any other guesses at all? Uh, a turkey. Is it, oh, is it like, you know when a film's bad and everyone's like, that was a real turkey? Is it like a washout, basically? Like a game that's so terrible, it's pointless watching it? No, it's actually a good thing. It's, um, oh. so it, it's temping bowling. Oh. And if you get three strikes in a row, it's called a turkey. Is it really? Oh. Yeah. It's yeah. quite nice, actually. I'm quite glad that turkeys have, you know, it's sort of changed their reputation because everyone goes, oh, it's a bit of a turkey. You know, they get eaten at Christmas. They get slated for bad things, so it's nice that they've got a bit of positive recognition for once. I'm just trying to think if I've ever seen that come up on the screen when you're bowling and someone on an acid trip has animated <laughs> everything to give you your scores. Yeah. Um, that does, it feels one of those things. I always forget that bowling's a sport because it, it's, a, it's a children's party activity. Um, <laughs> so yes, but so is breakdancing, Matt, and that's going to the Olympics. So I don't know what children's party you were going to that you were, like, we're all going breakdancing Super cool. No, you're right. None. But, but Matt, I can tell that you've never had a turkey. No, How I, rude. I haven't. I, I'm actually, but I'm I'm actually like an okay bowler. Okay. Like I normally bowl into the like the mid to high hundred. Do you mark. have the? Like I'm, uh, I'm, do you have I'm the comforters decent. at the side, the little bumpers? Look, like, I, I feel that's a personal attack. They, yes, they should be. They should be illegal, in my opinion. <laughs> Even for your children. <laughs> yeah, there's no. I mean, you know. Okay, I understand the what you call the things on the, on the side. Like, are they called the bumpers? Yeah, on like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I kind of get that. Now the ramp 
I just see no point in that because basically the real competition is lining up the ramp properly. Because if you line it up to yeah. the side, it's going to go in the gutter. If you line it up straight, it's going to go straight. It's also no fun, is it, really, with the ramp? No. For me, the whole purpose of bowling is, like, in my head, I'm like, oh, I'm super good at this, and I really go for the run-up, and the run-up's the exciting bit, and then I'm always crap. Yeah. But, like, I've, at least I've had that run-up. I've had that moment where I enjoyed myself. And the follow-through. Um, I, I once went bowling. The only time I've ever beaten... Um, all my dad's got loads of sporty friends and I went bowling with them once and I won and I've never seen grown men have their nose put out of joint quite like it because <laughs> they all thought I was this lack of sport loser. And I, I think to this day... It was about 15 years ago. To this day, there's one of them that still brings it up every time I see him because like, he's so competitive. Bowling is one of those weird sports, I think, as well. Like, No disrespect for you and your sporting ability, Matt, but like, you no can fun. just turn up and have no sporting experience and just be really good at it. Like, It doesn't also, sort of... Do you know what I mean? It, it, it's an odd thing. Also with bowling, like you can have, you like our, <laughs> Sam and I once went bowling and she had an amazing game. And ever since that one hit where it went really well, she has been absolutely dreadful, <laughs> but is convinced it's in her somewhere. Yeah. So you could just rock up one day and all of a sudden like you're good at it that day. Yes. So and then true. never again. Yeah. yeah. It's, a good, it's a good leveler. See, darts is the other one. That's really good leveler because... If you're, say if you're like moderately good and you aim for the 20, next door to the 20 or either side of the 20 is the one and the five. So if you're kind of good, but you know, just slightly off, you can get one instead of a 20. Whereas yeah. if you don't know what you're doing and you're literally just concentrating on getting the dart on the board, you can get treble 13, for example. Yeah. And, and, and all of a sudden you're getting quite a high score. So actually darts is quite a good leveler sometimes as well. Yeah, see, maybe just more darts and more bowling, I think. So, Matt, was that temping bowling experience of when you were 15, was that your career high, do you think? Is that your sporting I would say, pinnacle? I would absolutely say it's my sporting high. Um, I used to come second in the 100 metres at my school sports day every year as well to Liam Corrigan, mm. um, who, uh, and all, everyone was always like pleasantly surprised that I could run a bit fast, but I still didn't win. Whereas, yeah, winning that bowling match once is still to this day what I need to think about to get hard. It's the, like the most masculine <laughs> thing that's ever happened to me. Uh, so yeah, so, but you still didn't get any turkeys though. So, you know, you've no, got to I, keep I, I don't think I've ever had a turkey. Like every time I get a strike, I'm pleasantly surprised that it's happened. Yeah. And uh, so if you get 12 consecutive strikes, which is known as the perfect game. So every single yep. shot is a strike. That's known as a Thanksgiving turkey. Oh, so, really? yeah, that's the ultimate. Yeah. Thanksgiving wow. Turkey. That must feel good. Yeah, and in the US, they don't call it 10-pin bowling. So if you say 10-pin bowling to any Americans, they're like, what the hell are you talking about? What do they call it? What do they call it? Bowling. <laughs> to be honest, I call it bowling. I don't think I call it 10-pin. Yeah. I thought 10-pin bowling was American, if anything. So once again, it's, it's, it's essentially here, it's a pub game, like darts. Yeah. They've but got I, lovely jackets sometimes, though. I'm really into bowling jackets. And yeah, the balls do. are lovely as well sometimes. Mm, yeah. Not the shoes. <laughs> I did have someone once who, uh, a friend of mine, went back in the rugby days where we went temping bowling and the shoes he was given were actually better than the shoes he gave in. So he legged it <laughs> and, and just stole the bowling shoes. And just, Why are you They must have been shoes? some shit shoes that he had <laughs> yeah. on before. I wouldn't be friends with someone who is going to upgrade their shoes if they go to a bowling alley. Yeah, yeah. Like, that feels like a toxic person oh, to me. God. These, these are tough times. <laughs> But they're, they're very slippery, though. I don't understand why they're so slippery. I imagine they're very trend, trendy in East London, though, aren't they? Oh, these days, oh, they'll be very God. trendy, won't they? Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's the, that's the jargon of the week. Thank you, Jargon Club. And uh, Christmas-themed as well with a turkey. It's quite Beautiful. tough to find a, jar, a sporting jargon that was Christmas-themed. But you bloody did it, Dylan. 
did you just type in words that you associated with Christmas and then with sports <laughs> jargon after it until you yeah. found one? It, it was either turkey or stuffing. So. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. Uh, I, do, I would, don't know if I would. I don't know if I would want to Google that. If I'm honest. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, thank you, Jargon, for that. Uh, should we move on to Quiz Akabusi? <gasps> yes, let's do it. It's getting so, close. Uh, Matt, well, this not is really. your time to uh, you know get some points back on Amy. So Amy's had a drink. Like uh, you know, this yeah. could this could really go my way. Should we should send her for a little top up first. <laughs> Great idea. Don't worry, I'm already steaming. <laughs> are you no not steaming but you know it's enough you've had a little bevy I've had a bev so the current scores are 52-45 to yep. Amy so seven points behind Matt mm-hmm. yeah that's um, good okay well we'll get into it so I mean the questions aren't really Christmas themes that was a bit too much admin on my behalf <laughs> lazy villain but there's Lazy. a couple of Christmas things in there. Okay. Uh, anyway, question number one. Um, which city is the MCG in? So if you remember, I referenced the MCG earlier on. I'll give you a clue. Or oh, do you need a clue? No, no, I think I think we should. No clues. No, yeah, okay. no I think they say he's got it wrong. <laughs> okay, Amy, you go first. I have no idea. Manchester? Okay, Matt, you sounded confident. Sydney. Oh, you're so close. Now, the clue is in the acronym. It's the something cricket. Uh, Melbourne. Ground. Yeah, Melbourne. Melbourne. Oh, <laughs> oh that's so annoying. And uh, MCG sounds like a food additive, doesn't it? <laughs> everyone goes on about. And guess what the cricket ground in Sydney's called? The SCG. There we go. No oh, for God's sake. <laughs> okay, question number two. Name two rugby positions. Well, one point if you get two. How are we getting on with this, Matt? Um, f- I've gone for fly half and flanker, which I learned from James Haskell on uh, another Pomodo production that I was on. Correct. Okay. Um, Amy. Uh, Scrum half. um, Hooker. Oh, she's gone for the hooker. Of course she has. (laughs) Unbelievable. (laughs) Uh, Both correct, actually. Showing off as well. Yeah, well done. That's exciting that we got four different ones. Good work. Okay, number three. So why is England cricketer or ex-cricketer Ashley Giles nicknamed the King of Spain. Now, I don't necessarily expect you to know this, but we'll see what you come up with. Yeah, okay. All right, then. Let's go I've got something. AB, do you want to go first? Is it, you know, at cricket, they put sandwiches out. Did he put tapas out instead? <laughs> Maybe. Matt? <laughs> oh, dear. Um, was he dropped was, was he dropped by his team? You know, like Spain got rid of their king, didn't they? So is it is that why? Both incorrect, but, you know, good efforts. Uh, it's a tough one. So he was a spin bowler. So, you know, in cricket, you have the bowler and some of them are fast bowlers, some of them are spin bowlers. So therefore, yeah. they like to bowl it slowly, but they'll try and make the ball spin. Mm. And for his testimonial year, he ordered a lot of merchandise with the king of spin on it. But the um, production company that was making the merch, they did a typo <laughs> and they ordered like hundreds of mugs with the King of Spain on it. Oh, brilliant. And uh, that's stuck ever that's, since. That's amazing. That's that is so much better than I could have imagined. To get a, what an amazing way to get a nickname. That's yeah. so good. I love that. <laughs> so there we go. Uh, yeah, no points, but, you know, wasn't expecting any there. Um, question number four. How many points for a long-range successful shot in basketball? Amy? Pure guess. Six. Matt? Three. A pure guess. Pure guess for three, or do you have any logic behind it? 
Um, I, th- I like. I think I've watched something where they've said you get three points before. Well, maybe? It, it's it's known as a three pointer. So yeah, it's three. Well, there we go. I mean, it's in the. <laughs> so yeah, it's sort of like it was swimming in my brain somewhere. Yeah, a bit of a trick question. Uh, okay, question number five. Name any sporting siblings. Are you ready? No. Yeah. No. Okay. <laughs> I know loads on the tip of my tongue. I'm so I'm so annoyed. I've had a drink because I would have got these. <laughs> yes. Um. Okay, Matt, you go first. Venus and Serena Williams. Correct. And you do need both the first names as well, so that is correct. Damn it. Rory and... Oh, yeah. Something Underwood. Rory... His brother. His brother, which is... His name is... Tony! She got it! Yes! Yes! (laughs) Old school. And why does she know that? Because they played for Leicester. Yeah, they did. I mean... I'm not sure you get a point if you come up with the answer whilst answering. <laughs> Why not? It was on the tip of my tongue. I was going to say Julian, and then um, I was like, no, Tony. Didn't you tell us about Wayne Rooney's brothers? Oh, yeah, football, uh, yeah before? that's it, yeah. Hasn't his, his son has just signed, hasn't he? For yeah, he did, didn't he? Man United. That. Yeah. What, Wayne Rooney's son? Uh, like age 11, yeah. You know what? They should, they should take a leaf out of the horse racing book and put him out to stud. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, he's been doing it on his own for years, hasn't he? <laughs> Maybe that's his excuse to Colleen whenever he gets caught. He's like, just put me out to start. It's not my fault. (laughs) Okay, we'll move on. So, uh, well done, both of you. Correct on that front. Uh, Number six. Who are the Eagles? (laughs) Sport context, not music. Okay, I'll just delete Hotel California. (laughs) Fracking band. Matt? They're an American football team. Uh, I was going to say American baseball team. Uh, That's too vague. Why? What both both of us are too vague. Well, yeah. I mean, do you mean like the one of the NFL teams is called the Eagles, but it's the like the Leicester Eagles or whatever, but obviously not Leicester. Miami. Wrong. Okay. Miami Dolphins, mate. Come on. Yeah. Ace Ventura. Um, <laughs> uh, is it the? Is it the? Got, oh, yeah, but now got, he just gets I, this, a chance to guess because I. You got a one, one in You got a one in thirty-eight I, guess. No, I can't. I don't know. It's the Philadelphia Eagles. Or you, I'd or you could have guessed that. Or you could what have sport had, is it? NFL. Football. Or you could have had Crystal Palace, the Eagles. Oh, that was a very tricky question. That, or the, that you, was really hard. Or the US rugby team has got, also called it. Sneaky, US that was. Sneaky. Oh, I mean, you well, know I what? Thought, you I, know, didn't think, I didn't think the kin of spin wouldn't be the hardest question. <laughs> <laughs> you've, really, you've really gone up a notch. Okay. Okay, Bloody so Christmas. nice and easy one next. Number seven. What country is Pele from? If you get this one wrong, then there needs to be a forfeit. Matt. Argentina. Amy. Brazil. It's Brazil. <laughs> no! Oh. How can you not know you that Pele question- is from Brazil? You made me question myself know. then. <laughs> who's, the one that, who's the one that died recently? Maradona. And now oh, he is right, from Argentina. Fine. That's who I was thinking of. That's why. Okay. Right. Okay. <laughs> like you say that. Like you say that. Like I know anything about football. Like <laughs> he's the greatest footballer of all time. I don't know. That's like me being like, well, I can't believe you didn't know the capacity of that art centre. Like, of course, I know it, so you must know it. Uh, Okay, well... uh, It's not fair. That wasn't fair to be like, oh, you're an idiot. So, (laughs) apologies. Next is a maths question. Oh, God. That's not really. Uh, How many balls are there on a snooker table at the beginning? I'm going 13. Okay. 16. I'll start off by saying there's 15 reds. I was well. <laughs> then, oh, I forgot the coloured ones. I did pull. 
Yeah, so there's 15 <laughs> reds and the white, obviously. And then there's a lot of colours. Yeah, so 22 is the answer. <laughs> Question number nine. Where is the new camp? Also known as the Camp New. New Camp Camp Oh, okay. Uh, Matt? Is it... I think it's a sporting ground in New Zealand, is my guess. Amy? I think it's a sporting ground in Barcelona. It is in Barcelona. Yes! Damn it. And it is... I think it's the biggest sporting stadium in Europe, I think. I know that because I, I went there. Did you? Well, I just want to see. No, I think I stood outside it and looked in a little <laughs> bit. <laughs> I like Barcelona a lot. And uh, yeah. Because you were too like, cheap to buy the admittance fee. Yeah, I was like, oh, new camp. Oh, yeah, that looks cool. But also, eh, don't want to pay. I'll just look from the outside. <laughs> yep, looks impressive. See you later. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well done. Uh, question number 10, final question. Who is Matthew Pinsent or Sir Matthew Pinsent? Amy. I feel like this is the default answer, when, especially when it's a sir, but a rower? Matt. I've put rower as well. Correct, he is a rower. Yes. You, you, you didn't go for your standard commentator then? <laughs> <laughs> no, because I think I think I knew, they're all sirs, aren't they, the rowers? Like you said, Amy, yeah. like, that's just the safest bet, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, don't know why There was that one team, like... there were like four of them got knighted. Yeah. Because it's a very public school sport, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, it's a proper like, it's like, yeah, really posh Oxford sport. Cambridge, oh, well done for being posh and quite good at rowing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a knighthood. Uh, no, um, uh, yeah, my dad's got one, so they gave me a knighthood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, you know what, though? I love the, I've been to Henley a few times because I lived not far away from there, and it's great. It's a great day out, the rowing. Yeah, but again, back to my point of several episodes. What's the best bit about it? Is it the sport or is it the drinking? Oh, I mean, I couldn't tell you what happened on the water, but I got <laughs> yeah. absolutely leathered. It was brilliant. <laughs> yeah, a there, was a Pims, there was a Pims bus. That's yeah. the secret to good... There's always good drinks at a posh sport. The rugby's yeah. always yes. good for that. There's always lovely drinks at the rugby because mm. posh people do it. Yeah, Apart see, from it. Wimbledon, when you got a little bit, uh, like a tiny bottle of... There wasn't many drinks options. It was like one of those miniature like um, champagne bottles and it was £35. Oh, my God. For a miniature. What, like a single serving? Yes. Like, yeah, one of those miniature ones. That is bad, that isn't was, it? That was a rough... Yeah, that was a punchy day. Drinking a sport is what it's all about. Okay. Uh, so yeah, and that's the moral of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, so that's the end of the quiz. Um, unfortunately, Matt, Amy has pulled further ahead, but you know, not as much as the other weeks. I think so, I only got five then, didn't I? Yeah, five. How many did Amy I get? On this one? Uh, four. Five, four. Oh, yeah. Damn so, it! It's now fifty-seven forty-nine. So you're still not quite. This over is a shocker. Yet. What I need really is one week for Amy to be to just not show up. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that would really help me, and I would only just beat her. <laughs> Level it up a little bit. Well, that was a very enjoyable uh, festive episode. Um, I can't remember what we learned because I am so drunk. But um, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> Something about bowling. Eagles and uh, horse bunk. That's it. That's it. <laughs> we, we spoke a lot about movies, really. So it was less. Oh, about we sport, did. It's a lot of tangents today, wasn't there? Yeah. I think we've been recording for about three hours, um, <laughs> but I've had a lovely time. <laughs> and that's the main thing. Oh gosh. Um, so well done, everyone, apart from Matt, who's still lagging behind. But next time, buddy, maybe I won't turn up. And fingers uh, crossed. Yeah. So, Matt, it, it, we, we'll give you two bonus points if there's evidence of you swimming in the Serpentine or wherever it is on Hampstead Heath on oh, Christmas Day or Boxing like, Day. It, 
what's depressing is even those bonus points won't bring me anywhere near her. So I don't even know if it's worth it. Um, but okay, but I will I will make some moves to okay. uh, to swim. I'll think about it at least. <laughs> Have a very merry Christmas, sports virgins. Yeah, merry the, Christmas, guys. The last Happy holidays, as they say in the US. Yeah, well, Happy hopefully holidays. you get to use your Christmas jumper. Another use it on Christmas Day, Dylan. Don't let it go to waste, and get some batteries for the love of God. Get some batteries because you know what? If there's a power cut, people will be coming to you. <laughs> hopefully, Santa's gone with some batteries for Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Thank you for listening to Sports Virgins, a Pomodo production. Please follow us and like and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And you can follow us on your social media platform of choice. We are at Sports Virgins. Follow us, tell us some sports facts, or more preferably, tell us that you know less than us. That would help, or any kind of sporting stupidity, please. Please.